0: Well, what a great day it is Valentine's Day and I hope that you've had a great day with your family and your your Valentine and uh, just thankful for the blessings of God the the goodness of God, and uh, all the wonderful memories that we have uh, on on these special holidays and so I'm um, very thankful to God for all the blessings he's given to me and uh, as we looked uh, into his word tonight. Take your Bibles and turn to First Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13. And uh, thankful for uh, this church. Thankful for the house, this house of God. And thankful for our families. And I'm thankful uh, for my family. Uh, the, Becky, and my wife, are of 40 years. And what, so many wonderful memories. And then all of our children grandchildren, blessed. And then I think about all the families of our church that God has given to us and the, the, the great privilege that we have of being together here at Mountain Avenue Baptist Church, doing the ministry, doing the work of the ministry through the missionaries that we have. We've taken on the three missionary families this morning and, and uh, just so thankful for our missions program. And thank you for your faithfulness in giving and loving people. As we think about the church, um, I'd like to read a portion of Scripture to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity or love, I am, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy um, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and, and though I have faith that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. The Bible says, "And though I bestow all my uh, all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing." You see, charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity or love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, Um, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things, charity or love never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when But when that which is perfect is come, then shall that which is in part, it shall be done away with. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. And now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I also am known. And now abideth faith, hope, and charity or love, these three, but the greatest of these is charity or love. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love for us. Thank you for this wonderful day, Valentine's Day. And God, I just pray that you'll bless uh, our time and your word. And uh, thank you for this place. Thank you for the people of Mountain Avenue Baptist and the ministries that we have with Calvary Christian School and all the missionaries that you allow us to support. Uh, We thank you, God. And I just pray you'll bless our time in the Word tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to talk to you about God's gift to the church. God has given us so much. God has provided so much for us. Uh, In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, The Bible says, let your conversation be without covetousness and uh, and be content with such things as ye have. And he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. God has blessed us. He's given us salvation. He's given us his presence. He takes care of us. The Bible says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19. John chapter 10 and verse 28. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You see, when you got saved, the day you got saved, the Bible says that uh, we are in God's hand. He takes care of us. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians twelve seven, um, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. What does that mean? When you got saved... God gave you spiritual gifts. God gave you abilities. God has given to you uh, opportunities to serve Him, to live for Him, um, and, to, and to do His work. But the greatest thing that He's given to us is the ability to love. We have talent. We have, we have special uh, talents. But the greatest thing is love. That's the greatest gift God has given to us. That's the greatest gift God's given to the church. He loves us. Jeremiah 31.3 says, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And that's what motivated God to send Jesus, who died upon the cross for our sins. John 3.16 for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. But God commendeth His love toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God has blessed us with His love. The Bible says in John thirteen thirty-five, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. By the love you have one for another. So God loved us, and we're to love others. God loved the church, and the church is to be ruled. The church is to be, not ruled, that's not the right word. Love should reign in every aspect of the ministry. It's the love of God. It's the love for each other. The Bible says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness and temperance, against such there is no law. You see, when we think about the fruits of the Spirit, the Bible says here, the fruit of the Spirit, the first thing he mentions is love. You see, God loved us, but not only did he love us, he's also caused us to love because he loves me he fills me with his spirit and the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith and so when we think about paul's writing here in 1 Corinthians we we see chapters 13 or 12 through 14 you know that chapter 13 is in the middle Chapter 12 talks about all the gifts, all the talents, all the abilities, all that uh, the the people, the prophets, the teachers, those are given to hospitality. But the greatest gift of God to the church and for us is not our abilities, but our ability to love people. It's more Christ-like to love than anything else. The Bible talks about this this spiritual fruit the spiritual fruit of love and so that's god's god's gift to the church he loved us and then we love when we think about love when we look at our passage here we see the superiority of love we see it superior to anything anybody could do though i speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity. i become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. In other words, you can be a spectacular preacher, a spectacular orator. You can have an ability to preach and, and do incredible things when it comes to speaking. But if you don't have love, if, there's, if love, the love of God and the love from your heart for people... It doesn't impact the hearts of people. It's not going to move people towards God, towards the Bible. We need to have love. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, I don't care how great a speaker we could be, how great a speech it could be, how great a message. Without love, it's just a, it's just a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. It means nothing. Not only that, when we think about the superiority of love, it's better than any great speaker or orator. Not only that, we see, and though I get, have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries, when we think of prophecy, we think of mysteries, we think of knowledge. Boy, that guy's really smart. And just, oh, just all the faith that I, so that I could remove mountains. But if I don't have charity, the Bible says I'm nothing. We're to, we're to have love. Love is greater than the gift of prophecy. Love, is though that is a great gift. Understanding all the mysteries, it's great when we have understanding of things that other people may not understand. But it's the love of God. That's what the Bible says here. I am nothing without that love. And then when we think about sacrificing, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, if I don't have love or charity or love, it profiteth me nothing. And so we can sacrifice, we can give away everything, we can give our bodies to be burned on the altar of martyrdom. But if we do so without the love in our hearts that God is in, in love people, it's not going profit to profit us one bit. We need to love. When love is absent, the Christian the, the Christian is no better than anybody else. We have to do this work. We have to love the lost. We have to love people. For God so loved the world that he gave. So there's nothing we find here in ver- these first three verses that's superior than love. And then... The next thing we see is the description of love. In verses 4 through 12, it tells us, it gives us an in-depth uh, description of the love that God's talking about. Um, Paul shows us the many sides of, of true love, godly love. Um, the first thing he says here is, Love suffereth long. In verse number 4, love suffereth long. It means patient endurance under, uh, under problems. The literal literal meaning of the word is long-tempered. What's it talking about here? It's talking about a a love that does not retaliate. Love suffereth long. You see, if we're treated unkindly, the the thing that we want to do is just retaliate. But love is kind. It, It envieth not. It vaunteth not itself. The Bible says it's kind. It's important. It suffereth long. And uh, the Bible says in in Acts chapter 7, verse 54, Stephen had this type of love. And when they heard these things, they were cut to heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the the glory of God and the angel standing on the right hand of God. And said, "Behold, I see the heavens opened, and I see the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God." And they cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and ran upon him with one accord, and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes as the young, at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And he, uh, and they stoned Stephen calling upon God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And when he kneeled down, he cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. Think about that. Stephen says, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had thus said, he fell asleep. What a great example of love. But the greatest example is that of Jesus Christ, our Savior. In Luke chapter 23 and verse 34, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. You see, love suffers long. It endures attacks. Uh, Isaiah 53 and verse 7 and he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers, as dumb. So he opened not his mouth. You see, the Bible says here, love suffereth long. The scripture says in verse 4, "Is kind. It's kind. This word refers to the active goodness that goes forth on behalf of others. You see, genuine love is never hateful. It's never hateful or mean. It respects others. It reaches out to them. We're living in a day where we have many political disagreements, but we should never lose our love. We should never be unkind. The Bible says it's kind. Romans 2 and verse 4. Again, the scripture says, Are despised that thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? The goodness of God lead, led you to repentance, so we can be good, we, we can be good, we can be kind, we can be helpful. That's love. Verse 4 says, Envieth not, it envies not. Charity suffereth long. And his kind and charity envieth not. It envieth not. You see, true love is never jealous. Or never jealous over somebody else's abilities or somebody else's possessions. The kind of love that the Bible's talking about here, the scripture says, envieth not. You see, if you're not careful, if we're not careful, jealousy can change the way we think. Jealousy can steal our joy. Jealousy can cause us to do or say things that we regret. The Bible says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. It envieth not. The Bible says it vaunteth not itself. What that literally means is it does not make a parade. What does that mean? It doesn't brag. Doesn't brag on themselves, doesn't want to draw attention to themselves. A person who must be the center of attention and is and is hurt if they're not, is not walking in love, the kind of love that the Bible's talking about here. It vaunteth not himself, is not puffed up, loves not arrogant or proud, but realizes that in all in all, in everything they accomplish, they must. Give the glory to God. You see, God's given us everything. God's blessed our lives. God guides us through all the difficulties, the ups and downs. He deserves the glory. Verse 5 says, It does not behave itself unseemly. Unseemly. Love is never rude. Love always treats others with compassion. Love is always considerate and respectful. Love controls its emotions. You know, it's it's consistent. You see, we're to be consistent. We're not to be kind one day and rude the next day. We're to be uh, genuine all the time. You see, Jesus. When I got saved, Jesus came into my heart. He lives inside of me, so I'm to walk by faith. I'm to live according to the Bible. And so I represent Jesus. So you and I are to make Jesus look good. Genuine love will. Verse 5 says, It seeketh not her own. True love never is selfish or self-centered. It's always active in trying to help other people. How can I profit somebody else? How can this help somebody else? True love always puts the other person first. In a marriage, you put the other person first. The husband puts the wife first. The wife puts the husband first. That's what builds a strong relationship. The Bible says in Matthew 20, 28, the Scripture says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give himself a ransom for many. Luke twenty two forty two. 42 Saying, he was saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Giving for others. Jesus in the garden praying, but willing to do for others. Philippians 2, 3. Let nothing be done through, through strife for vain glory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem himself better than himself, seeketh not her own. The Bible says it is not easily provoked in verse five. What does that mean? You see, to be easily provoked is to is to already have some type of prejudged or preconceived response to somebody else. True love keeps no record of the evils that has, have happened in the past, but just willingly endures it, uh, the, the, the difficulties. The characteristic of love reminds us that you know, we're not here to just demand our own rights, but we're here to love other people. And to adjust, that's, that's the way it is in a marriage. You know, we, we get married, we think, well, we, we have our own rights. You know, we, this is my right, this is what I should get. No, uh, that's not what the Bible teaches. It's not easily provoked. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, in verse 26, Be ye angry, and sin not. Let not the sun go down. Upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. And so we're not to respond in such a way so quickly. It's not easily provoked. When you love, you're not easily provoked. We need to bathe ourselves in this love that we find here in 1 Corinthians 13. The Bible says in verse 5 again, Thinketh no evil. What does that mean? That means... That when you're dealing with somebody, you're not automatically thinking evil. That's an evil person. That's evil. You know, you, you, want, to, you want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. Help people. Thinketh no evil. You know, um, don't always think, well, they've got an evil evil motive on that. Sometimes we get cynical. We just think, well, you're doing, they're doing that because they want this. You understand? So don't think evil of everything that happens. Don't prejudge things. The Bible teaches. Be forgiving. Believe. When somebody says they're sorry and asks for forgiveness, just receive it. And... Uh, Be, forgive, be forgiving and be forgetful of that. And then verse 6 says, "Rejoiceth not in iniquity. Love doesn't rejoice in sin. Love doesn't rejoice when somebody else does wrong. Love doesn't rejoice when somebody else falls into sin. What we want to do is just pray for that person. Love doesn't rejoice when somebody sins and then we want to talk about them. Gossip about them. Now we're to help them. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. The truth. So the truth is what they look at. The truth is what, what what, what drives that love. The truth is what drives that individual. It's the truth. And speaking the truth in love. That's what love is. True love rejoiceth in the truth. And then verses 7 through 12, love. we see love's persistence. What do we do? How do we do it? It bears all things. Love is patient and kind. It endures. It overlooks things. We're talking about relationships here. We're talking about God's love. We're able to, to, literally it means cover. Instead of of looking at the failures and faults of others, we, we, we try to cover them over and help them if we can. Obviously, public sins, public sin. We can't do anything about that. But when we're hurt ourselves, we don't parade that around of somebody, well, they did this to me or that to me. We help people. We encourage them, beareth all things, Listen, sometimes you're going to get hurt, but you have to bear all things. Sometimes you know, you're going to, somebody's going to say something to you that's hurtful, but you just bear it. You just bear it and go to God with it. And continue to love them. Continue to care about people. If we don't learn to bear all things, we can become, again, cynical. Jesus, again, the Bible says in Romans 5 8, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners. We're sinners, Christ died for us. So we're gonna we're gonna deal with sinful people, but we have to love them. Love beareth all things. Isaiah 50, 53, verses 4 and 5. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes we are healed. And so, by God's grace, we look to him. 1 Peter 4.8 The Bible says, And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. It beareth all things. It believeth all things. Verse 7 again. Love always places the best possible interpretation on everything that happens. It's not looking for the negative. It's looking for the positive. And so we love, true love, trust, believes, and has confidence. Believeth all things. Again, sometimes we become cynical. Well, I'll do this for you. Well, I don't believe that. If we're not careful, we can lack faith, even in God. He believeth all things. He has faith. Hopeth all things. Hopeth all things. Listen, love always expects the best. Expect, don't look at life with a negative, out, uh, with an negative outlook. Look at, look at the best side. Hopeth all things. Hopes it all will come out. Hope it will come out good. That the end will be a a positive thing and not a negative thing. That God will take care of it. That God will see you through it. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all things. and Just endures it. I mean, just stay at it. You see, if you're gonna love and be loved, you're gonna to have to endure some hardships. You're gonna to have to endure some difficulties. Endureth all things. Charity never faileth. It never faileth. That's that's love. It never fails. When everything else goes wrong in the world, God is there. It never faileth. Whether they be prophecies, they're gonna fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But true love never fails. And so we see the superiority of love, the description of love, and then we see the domination of love. What is it? What's dominant? What's the big deal? What's the big thing? The Bible says, And now abideth faith, hope, and charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. You see, that's the dominant force. Faith, hope, great. But it's love. It's love. God's love will keep you going. Your love, God's love, and your loving others. To be like God, we need to learn to love like God. And when we can do this, our world around us will be altered for the glory of God. We've got to learn. And so we, we just have to go through all of these steps. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 might, might be something that we need to read often and memorize. 1 John 4, 8. When we think about God, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love and so by faith let's just live like God let's be like God the story is told of a man that was trying to lead this very intelligent man to the Lord and he led this man who was a simple man he had an eighth grade education he goes to see this gentleman this gentleman happened to be a lawyer and he He goes in and he tries to give him the gospel and the lawyer had an answer for everything. He refuted everything he said. And so the man was discouraged and he said, well, thank you for seeing me and I want you to know that I love you. I love you. The man left and went home. He was so discouraged. He was so discouraged. That man, that rich man, that lawyer began to get under conviction, and he went to that guy's house. He knocked on the door. The man's wife came to the door, but the man had said, you know, I'm going to go to my room. I'm discouraged. I'm disheartened. I tried to give this man the gospel, and he rejected it. And so his wife tells the lawyer, he's not seeing anybody right now. And he said, well, you tell him who who it is. I know he'll want to see me. And she went and got, told him, he, yep, he ushered the man back to his room. And he said this, the lawyer said this to the simple man who gave him the gospel. He said, what really got to me is when you told me that you loved me. You told me that you loved me. Though I was rude to you, though I was unkind to you. And I said, you have something. That man has something that I don't have. And he became a believer. And so, faith, yeah, we have to have it. Hope, we've got it. But love, by God's grace, let's love people. Let's care about them. And I'm going to tell you tonight, God loves you. He cares about you. And he'll meet every need in your life. Look to him. Happy Valentine's Day to you. If you're listening and you're not 100% sure if you died, you'd go to heaven. Open your heart to Jesus Christ. He loves you. And he'll give you eternal life. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We're all sinners. We deserve, when we died to go to hell, be separated from God forever. But Jesus died for you. He loves you. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon him today. How do you do that, Pastor? Just open your heart. Say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I'd be lost without you. I'm asking you now, Lord, to come into my heart and save me. Forgive me of my sins and give me a home in heaven. The best I know how I put my faith and trust in you and the blood you shed upon the cross. I receive you now and in my heart. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you'll pray that, he'll come and be your savior. We'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that. Uh, Contact us through the email or call the church, and we'll have somebody get back to you. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. God bless you. Have a great week. And... uh, Don't forget the service on Wednesday night. God bless you. Good night.